You are now tuned in to the sounds of Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. that's on all the time anytime be sure to like comment and subscribe for all content and now ladies and gentlemen your host nathan snell bring your sports game with big nate sports talk then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is your host, Nathan Stella of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I hope April's off to a good start for you. Um, this is episode 20 of the podcast. Um, this episode, we are recapping the national championship Congratulations to the University of Connecticut uh, men's Huskies basketball team. Um, before we get into it, uh, we will be recapping the women's national championship with Brendan Potts. That video will be recorded and that will end season 14. Over the next couple of weeks, um, we will be doing some cosmetic changes uh, to the podcast. So you might see some tweaks and different things like that. So just be, uh, we'll be working on that. Um, the mock draft videos are being recorded. That'll go up the Sunday before it'll go before the draft because the draft's actually a week from today. So um there were the WNBA draft and then the grades and different things like that. So uh, be tuned in for that. But um let's just get into the video. Um it was a very uh very very um interesting game to watch um it's over um it was a practically one-sided final score UConn 76 San Diego State 59 um it's their fifth national is the fifth national championship in their program history um I, it, it wasn't enough 
Um, I, they were just UConn was just a better team. Uh, give Coach um, Hurley credit. Um, you know, a five-year rebuild. Um, they bring this program to where it was before. Um, it's a trust everyone brought in. Same thing I kind of look at with Merrill and Kevin Willard. But um, in my my what I took away from the game was a couple things. Um, Adama Sonogo and Donovan Klingman um, are one of the two best rim protectors. Um, and they protected the rim with, with an, this elite level. Um, I really thought San Diego offensively was intimidated to get to the bas- to the, to the basket, um, especially the first um, half. There were all five um, layups in the first half, and um, they were 30% throughout as they finished the game with three out of 10. Um, uh, I, they just looked bothered by the size of the length. Uh, I thought the guy, if you watched the preview, I said the key to beating, to not beating, but trying to keep competitive with UConn was you had to come out aggressive. And um, I, I think the first seven minutes, under the first seven minutes of the game, it showed me I, how I knew the game was going to look. There was, um, I believe it's, it's actually said the same name, Nathan Mish- Mensha, he had a clean look. Had a had a hook shot. Instead, he passed it. He deferred it to I think that was Ladie, and turned the ball over. And you were down nine in that in that possession, and Jordan Hawkins stretched it to twelve. Then that's when. It, it just got out of hand. I, I, I mean, the, the guards for UConn. I mean, I, I just really think off defense, offensively, the Aztecs were just shook. I, I mean, every time I, I watched Damian Trammell bring the ball up half court, he had to look over his shoulder every time with Tristan Newton in transition. There was a wide open layup. Offensively, I couldn't buy a bucket. I mean, that has been UConn's bread and butter is the rim protection. When you paid attention this past Saturday against Miami, they shot 31% on two pointers. They shot, compared to throughout the season, over 54-55%. Gonzaga shot 40%. They just, this was not a strong offensive team coming into the game. Everybody knew that. Um, I, I mean, there was little thing. There was, I, they didn't make any adjustments at all. Um, I, I, I said it before, again, as I said, you had to come out aggressive. I, I really thought their bench would have been key as well. But, I mean, their bench was just nowhere to be found. I mean, <laughs> Michael, example, Michael, Michael Parrish, it was just nowhere to be found. Um, and again, with you have uh, Ladie, uh, you didn't get much help neither. I mean, there was a point for 
10 whole minutes in the first half, the Aztecs weren't looking like a like a basketball team. They looked completely just again intimidating. They looked they looked just real. Just look, they just had no answers. They just looked shook. And when you know you you know when, when I watched them against Florida at FAU, you know, they put a 14 point deficit. It's their offense is just not built to play from behind, and and it shown it showed, and um, I, I they brought it down back to five, but I really thought other than that, what UConn did in the first half, that the Aztecs just were just not good. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I I just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, oh, Lord. I, I, <sighs> you know, when I watched uh, this tournament, you know, for the men's side, you know, UConn has been dominating the tournament. Um, I, I felt it, you know, there was a couple moments in the game where you, you felt like San Diego State was going to try to make, was trying to make a run. Um, but when it mattered, they made, they needed the much, they needed much needed baskets. Um, you know, it starts from Sonogo, um, Jordan Hawkins, and those guys. Um, I, I don't want to say San Diego State kept this game close. Because, I mean, you look at the first five games of the tournament for UConn, they won by a margin of at least 20 more points. Um, and, yes, I mean, San Diego State did enough to keep competitive defensively, but offensively, I just – no answers. I mean, I thought what Newton did, Hawkins did, all did well. I mean, Newton did have five turnovers in the game when they came in the first five minutes. But then he had 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Um when you look at, you know, Sunoco, I really think his, uh, from the year that he's had, um, I say what you want. I, I think the, I think the bigs won this game for UConn. Um, they really, really made a big, big, he's made a big difference. He, to me, was the MVP. Um, this year coming during the tournament, he averaged what, almost 20, 20 and 10. Uh, and for me, I, I think, you need to have some type of paint presence to make a run. This the Yukon Husky showed that. Um and, and say what you want. Give San Diego State credit. Um, you know, the defense and the toughness. Yukon um, shot over 40% from the fleet from the field and 35% from three. Um that's that's what a good that's what a good shoot, a good team that can shoot the ball stay consistent looks like. Um, you know, Jordan Hawkins. Fifty percent, um, as well, from his shooting wise. And you know, when you look at these teams, I actually did my research before we started recording the video. Um, recruiting matters, and I think also too when you have everybody bought in, because when you look at the portal, even though I'm not a fan of the transfer portal, you know. A lot of guys for both players, for both teams, excuse me, 
Um, the transfer portal really helped them. Um, Tristan Newton um, came from who was now UConn. He was a smart starting at East Carolina. Matt Bradley and Damon Trammell came from University of California at Berkeley and in Seattle. Um, <laughs> San Diego State had a, had a four-man bench. Uh, I believe two of them all, two of them were transfers. UConn had a four-man bench as well, and I think three of them transferred. So uh, the transfer portal was on full display in the tournament. Um, that's a fun fact. But also, too, you know, I, I really think they really have um, – I looked at Devon Klingman, um, two players on their bench for San Diego State, for example. I believe they started they're coming, are coming out of high school. Um, Devon, Donovan Klingman was the only for, true freshman for either team's rotation to commit to UConn out of high school. That's a fun fact. Um, so that was pretty much uh, my takeaways from the game. It, 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 once this second half, <laughs> the fourth quarter came on. I, I turned it off. I, I knew that they were going to win. Um, but give uh, Dan Hurley uh, his credit. He's built a tremendous – he's built a tremendous program. Uh, it took them five years, but uh, they stayed the process. And, you know, when you look at – I don't know what a guy like Andre, Andre Jackson Jr. or Adama will do um, – you know, Klingman is smart. Um, he should stay another year. Um, I have a feeling Jordan Hawkins um, will declare for the draft, even though I feel like he should stay. <laughs> um, but I would really like – I could see this team running it back. Um, you know, and they have a, a top – their recruiting class for next year is whew, top five. So there's going to be a lot of star power there. Um you know, and I think this year um, was definitely a year where you can build it off of. Um, you know, I still think, you know, next year, if Snuggle declares for the draft, I think he's a top five pick. Um, I'll even go as far as saying he'd be a top three. But um, it was a great, great game uh, for both teams. Um but this is all what March Madness is all about. Um, disappointed that no number one seed got there. I was hoping at least two out of the four would have got at least to the elite eight. But um, yeah, give Dan Hurley credit on a great year. Um, and I think honestly, you know, I can't wait to see what next year brings because um, I already know the transfer portal. Once the season's all over, it's going to be one one hell of a. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's going to be really interesting to see that transfer portal. But um, painfully, because uh, Angel Reese and the Louisiana State Tigers are national, well, most likely Abbeville will be national champions because um, that's her and Jordan Hawkins, Hawkins are related. So um, they both are now national champions. And um, what could have been for University of Maryland. 
or could have been. Let's get into the last subject of the evening. Incoming message. Thoughts are running through my mind. So much just some time to find a minute or two to organize. Um, final message. Um, congratulations. Um, to the LSU women's basketball team, Brendan Potts, and I did a recap on that. That episode's recorded. Congratulations to Jordan Hawkins and the UConn Huskies. Um, there was a situation that occurred just before the game. Um, there was a watch party at San Diego State University um, where uh, there was a reporter. Her name is Daniela Ramirez, um, recorded it. I'm not going to play the video. Now, of course, it, was just, it wasn't graph or anything, but um, what happened, there was a situation where the watch party, it was over, it was a lot of capacity, over capacity, next capacity. Um, and uh, as fans, you know, when, you know, your team, you, your, your team has, is doing something that's extraordinary, extraordinary, that's not, never have happened uh, on this magnitude. Um, the video, Actually, you know, I'll, I'm gonna play it for you guys to see it. But um, I hope everybody's okay. I hope there was no serious in the video. In the, it did not look like to me there were any serious injuries. But um, I, I would hope that I, I don't think it was worth it to to put other people's lives at risk um, to see the game. Um, I get it, you know, you, you want to be there, you want to support your team and different things like that. But um, I, I thought that was very, very scary to look at. Um, and I even applaud her for even stepping in there and um, pulling people to the side safely because it looked, it, it just, you could just tell it was starting to get very wild because um, there's a gate where just before you go into the arena and you could see people eager to get it. We're, we're really trying to force their way in and um, saw the same thing with, with um, having Connecticut, um, but uh, just got to be mindful of fan safety and, um, you know, we're here to support and have a good time and enjoy the games and not cause chaos like what occurred so let me go ahead and play that clip and then that's going to end the episode so um if i remember i'll leave this link in, in the description but um what ends up happening here is, is this is at san diego state so it's a watch party um and that's max capacity here's where they all enter and um yeah play the video
Excuse me, I was muted. That's kind of one of the main reasons I'm not really big into going to sporting events like that, uh, because especially as you saw in the video, um, where you know someone could have seriously gotten injured, someone could have died. Um, again, I'm all about for supporting your team and showing team spirit, but you can't, you can't, you, you, I, you. I, can't that, that that's just that's not what the basketball team would have wanted to see their fans do. Um, I, I'm just very disappointed that that happened. I kind of questioned why there wasn't more security. Um, I would hope <laughs> I hope that there is something you can take away from that and understand that. When we're going to events, you know, if you're going to go, get there early. Um, and it did say it wasn't max capacity. So it's like, okay, well, we can watch it on TV. We can watch it at a sports bar, you know, something. Because in that video, you that, that was chaotic. And um, it looked like from what I saw, nobody was seriously hurt, just like he would have shaken up. Um, and uh, according to the article that I read, um, she's several people scaled it and pushed the doors open. Um, I, and they were just, oh, and the screen was overwhelmed. But, um, and then after that, uh, that just, that just was just bad. Um, I know that, and I'm reading, as I'm currently reading the article right now, um, it's at the police department, uh, said, in the word, and I quote, we were appalled by the behavior of individuals who choose, who chose to access the arena gates, uh, dis disregarded the direction of security officials after the venue reached capacity. Um, and it, they can, I believe, according to the capacity, I think it could list over 12,000. I think it's like 12,100 something. So um, I I saw that and I, was, I need to talk about that. But I was also too, after the men won, you know, uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I've said too much, I'm, I'm leave that alone. Um, but I just, I just, we as as fans, I think we have to be better. You know when, you know on, on UConn's campus, you know that kind of behavior. You know we're breaking stuff and destruction of property and different things like that. Like 
makes no sense. But that's going to end another episode of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the support you've given me and this channel. Uh, let me know your thoughts on the National Championship. Um, please like, comment, and subscribe. Be tuned for future episodes. Um, this will one more episode and we're done for our season 14. We're already getting to season 15. But like I said, we're going to be next couple of weeks working on some cosmetic changes to the podcast. So um, I will catch you guys on the flip side. Bye, have a good night. Peace. See ya. Before I forget, it just ran my mind. Let me get into the sponsor of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. He will, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll come looking for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Zagnif Apparel LCC. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to dress like you're already famous, dress like you're famous, well, why don't you check out my guy, Zagnif Apparel, where you can be and you will dress like you're famous. The following is a presentation of Zagnif Productions, LLC. Introducing Zagnif Apparel, our comfortable line of leisure wear and athletic wear will have you comfortable and stylish at any occasion. Whether you're at the gym, out shopping, or just relaxing at home, whether you're an athlete or just want to lay around the house, we've got the perfect outfit for you. Stop by our website today and pick up your favorite pieces. Zagnif Apparel, dress like you're already famous. And you can dress like you're famous with a nice 15% off using my code as you see on the screen here, Big Nate. Again, 50% off using Big Nate as the code. Thank you for Zagnif Apparel for being a sponsor of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I do appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude the episode. Have a good night. Congratulations to the UConn Huskies. Um, it's been a great NCAA tournament. Um, we'll take a little break for a couple days um, because on the women's side, covering the Maryland Terrapins and then also to the, covering the rest of the tournament. It's going to take a couple days and we'll be back with season 15.
you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. I want to thank you. All the times you've put up with me. Thank you. And you helped me retain my sanity. Thank you. I want to thank you. And I want to thank you. All I want to do is say thank you for everything you do.